Ha ha ha. He's sync <laughs> and he's ready to link. I'm here to build with you today. My freak, my friend, my co-host, Eric. My, my, my fresh freak. fellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fresh fellows yeah, only on this podcast. Yeah, we gatekeep at the door. Absolutely. If you're, if you're not wearing a utility belt or a reflective vest, you're denied entry at this Subway franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, right before Eric and I jumped on this call with you, the breadhead, we were discussing whether or not uh, dress codes are appropriate anywhere. <laughs> and, and I think, And I think where we landed on was that a dress code is a great idea. It's just executed the wrong way. There's only one type of dress code, which is you need to be more formal. But I really think that we should like redefine what a dress code is. It could be more of anything or less of anything, right? Mm-hmm. Like, or if you just look whack, like, like you know, if it's like not on point, like if you're not working with like a discernible palette, um, mm-hmm. then I think that's grounds to at least, you know, stop and frisk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you if you if your wardrobe like dips into neons or a few like unconventional checks and patterns then mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's a, a reason to pull you over and that's a, honestly maybe even a jailable offense mm-hmm. it's kind of like when like you get pulled you drive in a nice car and you get pulled over because the cop just wanted to see the nice car <laughs> it's kind of like that <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> the cop just wanted to talk to the owner of this slough ferrari you know, it had nothing to do with my um, my Acme Studios leather jacket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing is like, uh, as I was talking about to you earlier, Eric, like if Denma gets rejected from a Parisian restaurant because he's dripping head to toe in Balenciaga, but that doesn't fit the stereotypical Parisian definition of well-dressed, then what's a guy mm-hmm. going to do? I think we need to redefine dress code. Like mm-hmm. Subway could have a dress code. And I think it would be a vest and a tool belt because they want mm-hmm. people that are construction minded walking in there so that they don't have any bad sandwiches. A bad sandwich is bad for Subway's reputation. Mm-hmm. The problem is, Ty, you have these gatekeepers um, who are supposedly working in fashion who are not fashion people, right? Like you have regular GMs who are saying you can't wear, you know, those uh, New Balance Amelion Door sneakers in here. You have to wear... Uh, Prada loafers or, or something similar. But it's kind of like the same case at Subway, am I right? Like, you have non-sandwich people making sandwiches for us. And so what do you, what do you really expect to happen? That's true. The, um, this is a challenge with, like, the sheer size of Subway at this point as a franchise is that not everyone that works there can be an expert. They have to hire a few newbies, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's just there's just not that many sandwich experts on earth. I'd imagine the sandwich expert circle is actually quite small, quite intimate. <laughs> imagine asking like a cracked out restaurant manager to, you know, tell the guests what to wear. Like it's just like you're asking for a bit too much, Ty. We, mm-hmm. on the other hand, I think we are well equipped to gatekeep um, anyone at Subway, really. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the culinary influence. Does a does a lot for one's ego. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Absolutely. Yeah, not. but like if I think you like, are, I uh, say you know you were going to pull up to a subway in Paris, you know, 
you and Ben, mm-hmm. just going for a nice little quick brunch. Uh, mm-hmm. What are you wearing to the local uh, Louie? Lu- well, that's a great question, Eric. I think my outfit needs to both impress Demna and also be practical for your like typical subway visit. So let's get the practicality out of the way first. Now I need Easy. no no light colors. That's a good <laughs> one because that hits on both accounts. Demma doesn't want to see no like baby blues or gentle pink tones. No. Uh, but also, that stuff's going to get stained like crazy. Like, you're going to mm-hmm. have drip down the sleeve. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Drip on your drip. So, there we go. We've, we've ruled out light colors. So, we're sticking to the darker tones, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm thinking layering is really important as well. Because the founder of Balenciaga needs, that's like, that's their whole thing, right? They got all sorts of layers. But also, if you eat too spicy of a banana pepper or too cold of a a veggie patty, then you want to make sure you can temperature control your body while you're eating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think these are all really good points, Ty. Like, I personally think boots, the rubber croc boots would be fantastic for a subway. Mm -hmm. Um, Because one is that it's a non-marking sole, but also uh, it's got quite good grip on the you know, greasy tiles found in there. Right. Um, and also, and, you got protection all the way up to the knees in case, you know, sandwich artist drops a pickle, it won't splatter yeah. on, onto your onto your ankles. You also though, want a social signal to the other patrons that you're not a threat to them. And I think those boots help align, like, your values as a, like, a fashion icon with the regular blue-collar worker there. They see you and you're not a threat, but also you social signal to them that, that you know what's going on. So you, once again, mm-hmm. like, meet the needs of both parties. I mean, I love to think that I live my life with that tension in mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, everything I purchase has a utility, you know, as well as an emotional side to it. That's, you That's know, beautiful. the only reason why we put ourselves at risk when we go to Subway, because we want to feel something, am I right? Every time, Eric, I just want to feel alive. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will um, come to life. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, you know, not coming to life, did you hear about um, Drake putting uh, hot sauce in his condoms? Is that what's going on there? I keep seeing these <laughs> memes, and I thought maybe he had a hot sauce brand. <laughs> <laughs> so what's he doing uh, that for, to spice it up? You know, as much as Drake might need to spice up his love life, I don't think, you know, that's a safe way to do it. But, um, you know, I think Drake is just practicing safe sex. And safe sex at that level, I think, looks like doing anything at all costs to anything and everything, Ty, to prevent your partner from taking your nut and birthing a child. (laughs) Mm. So is that the intention? Is to, like, like, what would be, like, destroy the the semen in the condom because you're just because of the jalapeno <laughs> the, the juices of the serrano pepper right mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think there's like two possible outcomes here one dr aubrey is using habanero sauce to mm-hmm. as a spermicide uh mm-hmm. to eliminate you know the small little Adon- adonises in there <laughs> no more adonises he, he doesn't no more. want to he's had one. enough 
you know, <laughs> no more blue eyes, white babies. Um, but he, <laughs> um, so that's one option. Another mm-hmm. one is, you know, he's potentially adding a hot sauce to his condoms post nut just so that the woman doesn't grab the condom from the bathroom or the garbage and you know puts it in her damn because then that's like a little booby trap drake's reached a whole new level of paranoia eh? i don't know maybe maybe it's warranted we don't know what that life is like bro that's a good point i mean i i do know that the sauce always comes last (laughs) exactly you know you take the foot long down first Mm -hmm. right and mm-hmm. then, and then you dress it up at the end with some hot sauce. Dress it um, up, yeah. It's kind of like the last bite, you know. You know, you, you you could have my sharp heart, but we can share it like the last slice. Like I might, <laughs> I might eat the whole foot long, but then the last bite, I'm dipping it in the sauce that's on the paper. I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. The la- the last slice, <laughs> the last bite is always the sauciest, and this is no exception. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize that was what the memes were about. Do you know what hot sauce brand he? What like what is the most spermicidal of the hot sauce brands? Oh, I don't know. I think we gotta consult. Um, you know, Hot Ones founder. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. It's like Josh or something. I don't know. Yeah, we gotta talk <laughs> but... to Josh. Yeah, <laughs> we, we gotta ask Josh. Um, we gotta. And um, make sure we uh, know Sean. It's Sean Evans. Sean. <laughs> See how close Josh is actually to Sean. They're um, literally the same name. You can. They're interchangeable. If you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> they John, honestly Sean, are. John. Yo, come on, Sean. Sean is Josh. really a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, so we got to ask him what Scoville units we're working with here because we got to make sure that um, when we you know, dump the hot sauce inside the magnum, that mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's got enough heat. It's heat. Yeah, <laughs> it, it both puts the heat on and takes the heat off. That's a beautiful <laughs> dichotomy. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. I like the, I also like the, the poetry of Drake adding a little, little bit of ghost pepper to his condom before he ghosts the girl. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He's ghosting the girl. He's ghosting his kids. Um, it's like you are you are hiding a child, sir. Yeah, um, that's not pushing P. That's not pushing. Push <laughs> 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 oh wow! Wow, Drake is not pushing parenthood whatsoever. No way. <laughs> um, but you know what? It's got me wondering if he's going with Tabasco purely because it's you know readily available in those small little bottles. Like mm-hmm. at Joe Forte's, like you get the little small Tabasco. <laughs> right. So he's got a little bit of pocket Tabasco always on him for emergencies. Yeah, exactly. Maybe on his like weekly visit to Jose Fuertes, he just takes like eight bottles of Tabasco with him home. Wow. I like that idea. I feel like he spent, if he spends like one, two, uh, has one too many drinks at the club though, he's going to start putting uh, Tabasco on his hands instead of his Aesop rinse-free hand wash. Mm-hmm. He's gonna burn off the the germs. Mm, either works. I'm not saying one's better than the other. Mm-hmm. Just a but, that's what happens after a few too many bottles of Virginia Black. Am I right? Yeah, but I say you know it's often two, and it's actually to prevent the woman from you know taking the used condom and you know draining it <laughs> inside <laughs> of her. Um, say say the the woman is actually caught red-handed, right? Pun intended. 
and uh, she is, you know, she burns herself with it. Is that enough to right. sue Drake? It's self-inflicted, though. <laughs> That's true. Like, you should understand the substance that you put into your own body. It's like, could I sue Subway if I make a bad sandwich and it makes me sick? It's the same thing. <laughs> it's like, no, I can't. I made a bad sandwich. If anything, Subway gets to sue me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're tarnishing the brand by making some bullshit over here. Exactly. Yeah. Um, if, you know, if uh, the, the young woman in this scenario had to use a Subway sauce, or if, I guess Drake had to use a Subway sauce to eliminate the, uh, you know, possibility of fathering another child, what sauce do you think Drake would opt for, knowing his palate? Mm. Well, <laughs> I don't think Drake likes too much, like, too many flavors, you know? I feel like he's, like, a mm-hmm. soft-on-the-palate kind of guy. He'll go for, like, a, a rosé over a red or white, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Drake is a rosé kind of guy. He's a rosé kind of guy. So I'm going to say he's going to go with the, like, honey mustard, maybe? Mm. It's not too much of any any one flavor. Mm-hmm. He's going for the honey mustard, Um you know, he's scaring the woman away with just the, the taste of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, she won't want that anywhere near her. Yeah, I'll also give it a nice yellow tint. Mm-hmm. But you know what, you know what, like, really rubs me the wrong way about this, like, whole story? Is, like... There's so taking... many things. <laughs> There's so, so many the, reasons. The one thing, though, Ty, so the only thing is the fact that somebody would feel like they're allowed to take someone else's property. <laughs> And just, like, have it. Like, that's, like, you eating 99% of your sandwich, and then I just, like, grab the last bite off of your paper and eat it while you're in the mm-hmm. bathroom. Mm-hmm. You're How do right. you feel about it, that? It is, like, a violation of something, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, when you're done with it, you're done with it. If it goes in the trash, you are, um, I guess, like, abandoning it, right? I mean, you're going to abandon it either sooner rather than later, I guess. Like, yeah, you're, you're going to abandon it at some point. So, <laughs> so yeah. you, might as well, you might as well flush it. I think that's the move, is, like, try to get it away from all other parties. Because, like, if you simply drink to trash bin, then it's out of your, your hands now. You've denounced it. It's a free object, you know? Like, like, a, like a malm dresser sitting on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Why can't why can't like Tristan Thompson like adopt this strategy like like why mm-hmm. can't he carry around some hot sauce with him and solve this um, you know he would he wouldn't be down seventy five racks yeah I don't That's know man expensive feel, sauce <laughs> I'm a little worried about this because I feel like this is going to be a new trend with Sigma males just carrying yeah. around Tabasco as Drake did it mm-hmm. I did carry home a nice little bottle of habanero sauce from Mexico that I purchased as duty-free. And I can't think of a better use case for that green sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. I'm going to start filling up the magnums with that. (laughs) Man, Eric, uh, segue. Speaking of green sauce. (laughs) 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 Oh, yes. Let's go. Yeah, so I was just in my kitchen, and I was about to make some guacamole, right? Mm-hmm. But I was out of cilantro, so I had to make a this, like, gin and tonic that you can probably hear me drinking. 
but oh, yeah. I, uh, I, I was really excited because I was going to make this and then share it with you on the pod, but uh, it wasn't any type of guacamole. As you know, I don't support the avocado cartels, right? So how does one live <laughs> without guacamole? Well, I found this recipe from Blue Check Restaurant Malibu Farm that makes guacamole. God damn it, dude. I fucking hate you so much. Hell yeah, you do. I knew you'd say that. I knew that would be your response. Yeah, I literally fucking hate you. Like, how did you manage to take, like, the most white girl food of all time, avocados, and, like, make it even more white girl? Yeah, it's this is the fusion food of, like, a country that has no culinary history. <laughs> we fused <laughs> it with itself. <laughs> no culinary history, no soul. Not not a single Nona in this country. There's no Nonas here. No, no. No, no. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to blanch the broccoli and then blend Fuck it up off. with your typical <laughs> guacamole <Fuck> ingredients. <laughs> and it's this, it is kind of the same color, a slightly more like chunky texture. Really, the texture is whatever you want it to be. So would you ever try this if I made you some? I mean, I can't say no. I, I have to try it. You're, yeah, you're, well, you're, you're Ty from Think Fresh Podcast. We have to know what it tastes like. We gotta know. Well, mm-hmm. I would share it with you. You put the bro in bro clamoli <laughs> after all. <laughs> oh boy. Oh yeah. Well, you put the 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 ca- the avocado in. Uh, I avocado don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want. I don't avocado. Don't want to be involved. <laughs> Oh, Damn, yeah, but yeah, I would split that with you when they whip up a batch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, definitely uh, send me some in the mail, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I think Canada Post or UPS is gonna flag that as a foreign substance. Yeah, much like my footlong coming into Mexico, it's gonna be seized by the the federales. They're gonna, you know, lock it down and mm-hmm. you know destroy it somewhere in an incinerator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need to incinerate it because if they just throw it in the trash, it's fair game. Anyone can eat that now. Mm-hmm. Those Mexican raccoons will hop right in there and crack the, you know, the the disposable uh, biodegradable lid right open and go mm-hmm. to town. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing the Mexican government wants. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> raccoons with taste. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, um, you know. The last thing that Mexico wants, I I've been receiving these like COVID tests in the mail. <laughs> so like, I think I told you about my testing fiasco uh, already, Ty, on the way back from Mexico. Right. Um, just just to reiterate, you had you had some trouble getting a test to come back to Canada, and mm-hmm. you decided to do the take home exam, but mm-hmm. the take home exam never came, so you got an automatic pass. Uh, well the thing is I thought it was an open book test but it turns out um, a sandwich artist at Life Labs had to watch you do it the whole time Um, but that's beside the point Um, kind of the just I don't want to bore the breadheads but basically what happened was like I couldn't like register my test kit Um, so Crooked you know the failing Life Labs um, their website UI is not very good so actually by accident requested several new uh, test kits and they've been arriving at my door kind of one by one. <laughs> like, like every day a new test kit arrives. So I have a bunch of, uh, you know, 
funded free COVID test. Hi, if you want to drop by, <laughs> if you're feeling unwell, just come by and I'll give you a nasal swab to the dome. Wow, I love that. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> this is the benefit of socializing like medical stuff, right? Yeah, now that everyone's it's just unlimited. Yeah, everyone's medical history is just considered small talk now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm super okay with letting you know that I have all these free tests, which are hard to come by these days. Ty. It's true, yeah. Uh, they're harder to cop than the latest Supreme drop. <laughs> well th- yeah, thank right. you for uh sharing that eric i uh appreciate knowing that you are a resource that i can tap if i ever feel under the weather which i do every time i eat eat at the old way so mm-hmm. yeah tap 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 away mm-hmm. uh for the breadheads listening ties ties gin and tonic looks like pool water <laughs> it's not it like the, the gin blue and tonic. gatorade it's important to clarify that the gin and tonic itself, neither of those ingredients in this two-ingredient beverage are blue. It is simply the glassware, the vessel in which I am consuming the oh. gin and tonic, has a blue tint in the glass. Mm-hmm. Black yeah, what will CB2 tint. come up with next? <laughs> wow. Now I know how to avoid CB2 uh, mm. from all my glassware needs, but... Ty, it does look kind of kind of fancy. Is it is it the same as like when girls buy like the purple gin? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, like they're like watch this, and then they change the color of it. <laughs> I know. It's like wow. Is it like it's called Empress, right? Empress is one of the many brands that does it. It's what the how they make this gin is. It uses it's like butterfly gin, I think. It uses mm-hmm. a tea or like an extract from a tea in it, so that when you add an acid to the gin, it causes it to change from this deep purple tone that kind of looks like the blue Gatorade to this soft pink tone that, I don't know, kind of looks like the salami. Mm. I think it's just when you know, when you water it down, Ty, like, like, you know, when you like got a cup of lean and it's like, it's purple when you start, but then the more Sprite you add to the lean, the pinker mm. it gets. It's and a good so point. Like, it's, and so it's then actually when, exactly know... like lean, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, just minus the lean gut. But <laughs> yeah. Ty, when, you, uh, when you make lean, you know, it's kind of like a pussy move. The more, the more pink it is. Like, yeah, you want to be thick and dense, right? Yeah, you want to thick and dense, bro. You want that walkie. You want a double meat. <laughs> or oh. whatever the equivalent is. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of double meat, I wanted to tell you about my dinner last night. Uh, which okay. presented, which obviously got my creative juices flowing. And proposed another freebie for a uh, big way. Mm, the marketing community doesn't stop here. That's right. The marketing uh, innovation incubator here at Think Fresh Studios uh, is alive and well. But mm-hmm. Ty, so I went to Korean barbecue, okay? And um, cool. th- like, you know, everything is like just as you would expect. But there was one moment that I thought was really fascinating and just like a moment of really good service. Oh, really? Um, this is, this mm-hmm. is something you're not used to. That, no, definitely not at a Korean restaurant. 
Um, but, you know, we're all waiting for our food. The, he just brought the food, put it down, and started cooking it for us. Um, mm -hmm. And one of the guests that I was super spreading with was wearing all white, or I guess just a white shirt. Um, and then the waiter said, excuse me one second, and he like, leaves. And he comes back with a bib, one bib, just for the guy wearing a white shirt. He's like, for you, sir, in white. And he just, like, puts it on him. Wow. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is so sick. I'm like, I don't even get one, but I'm like so happy. Like it's like very targeted, like just for you, sir. No kidding. This actually is an interesting take on the dress code conversation we had at the beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. Whereas like my original idea was to just simply reject someone in a white shirt. What you just did showed us is that they can actually turn that into a brand moment. Absolutely, you're right. Because Subway's not about turning people away. Subway is like the, you know, democratizing design or democratizing sandwiches. Um, they want you to eat there. They want everyone to eat there. So why are we turning people away? We should just be giving them, you know, give them an employee outfit or something. <laughs> yeah, totally. An employee outfit um, would look good. If you show up in like an all white look, I'm imagining like a, like a, like a, there's all, like a J Jerry Lorenzo kind of look. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. uh, I feel like, straight from you know sunday service and you're pulling up the mm -hmm. subway for lunch then you know there's a chance that you're wearing all white balenciaga and that's risky business when it comes to sweet and sour or sweet onion i should say <laughs> what would be even more on brand for subway than a bib would be to offer their guests a smock <laughs> it's like it's gonna get messy you're gonna be doing some creative deeds Mm -hmm. Here is the uh, the tools of a true artist. Mm -hmm. It should be kind of like, um, like what are those like? What's that garment where it's like pants? Or no, it's like it's a, they become pants as well. Like it's like one mm. piece. And uh, what type of like uh, occupation would don this attire? Um, probably some BDSM type of career path. Oh, okay, okay. It's not like but, someone who like patrols a swamp for like endangered frogs. <laughs> no, not 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 your typical nine to five guy. Um, but I think it's like just imagine that for your upper body. So like it's a glove where the glove goes all the way past your elbow, past your shoulder, and then connects to the other arm. So it protects mm. not only your hands and fingers and arms, but your uh chest and stomach area even. Mm -hmm. Think about that. <laughs> Bro, I think I think surgeons wear something like that <laughs> yeah. when they're in the OR, right? To keep all the like guts and stuff off them, which is not unlike what a sandwich artist is doing when they're completing some uh, open open roast it's beef surgery. surgery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like when you have to do the operation like inside of a metal box. It's a mm -hmm. box, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that thing. Like, that would be so helpful when you have, like, the, the meatball and maybe you got, like, one too many sauces. I love this because, okay, I want it on both sides <laughs> of the sneeze cart. I want it for the artist so that they don't get too close to my sandwich. I don't want them to breathe on it. But I also want those to be on my side so I can step in and support if there's a miscommunication. It's like, oh, let me help you here. Let me let me move the cucumbers around. I like them arranged in more of a, like a diagonal wow. pattern. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you go from having the sandwich artist do your sandwich to basically having like a buffet 
<laughs> like yeah. a buffet, but like 20, you know, post COVID buffet where the glass is encasing the entire like section of food and you have gloves mm. that just go through the glass and you can manipulate the food. <laughs> wow. If you put a set of gloves in every se- section, I guess station, would you call it? Like the bread station, mm-hmm. the, the meat station, then you could actually eliminate the artist altogether. Because mm-hmm. at the very end, you could like... Market. Exactly. Um, <laughs> even checkout, you could have like a door that doesn't unlock until you paid so that then you mm-hmm. can reach in and grab your sandwich to go. Mm-hmm. That's where it's we a need, self-service you know, experience. Mm-hmm. That's where we need, you know, Zaka the Cuck to step in and, you know, add some, like, facial recognition, contactless payments. Yeah, I don't know why he's wasting his time with the metaverse when there's so many real-world problems like this to solve. Mm-hmm. In the fediverse. The fediverse. Wow. <laughs> uh, well, mm. I... Another fire idea for big way um intern number 789 you're welcome um if you need uh you need to give anyone some credit you know where to find mm-hmm. yep that's that's true eric don't don't make sure to put put our name on it i want big way <laughs> i want hq to know where this is coming from mm-hmm. think fresh way mm-hmm. okay ty Anything else you want to get off your hairless chest? <laughs> uh, uh, nah, I think I'll just uh, put my tail between my legs and end this weekend feeling sad. Oh, aw, don't be sad. Well, I think it's, it's, that way. It's, it's like I'd grow the hair if I could. I mean, I wouldn't worry too much about it because, you know, you know, lifter types, they really like to, like, just wax it off. So That's true. I just consider you as one step ahead of the lifter, which makes you maybe a power lifter. Yeah, I don't know. What's important, though, is the ladies can't tell, right? They can't tell that. It, it looks like it was done on purpose. <laughs> it's out of your control. <laughs> it's in the sandwich artist's hands. Mm-hmm. Hands off. Okay, bro. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Tuesday. You too, King. Ciao. Stay hungry. Ciao. Stay fresh. <laughs>